If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Joining me today, Sarah Olivieri, who is the owner and nonprofit digital strategist for Pivot Ground. She has a passion for helping organizations thrive in the digital age. So she is the founder and heart behind Pivot Ground. She leads her team of digital experts to help human service nonprofits increase capacity, deliver better programming, attract more funding, and make the world a better place. She is also the creator of the Impact Method, a business framework for nonprofits designed to help them thrive in the digital age. And hailing from the great state of New York, I'd like to welcome Sarah Olivieri. Thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to be here. Well, let's talk about the creator of the Impact Method. You had a lot of years in the executive director seat of some pretty significant nonprofits. What is it that helped you to understand that nonprofits, more than for-profits, really need some help? (laughs) Well, um, anyone who's been in a nonprofit probably has experienced um, this, although I think there are two core things that are going on. One is that um, many people who are in nonprofits, they are heart-driven, mission-driven people. They're not people who are totally driven by the idea of making better organizational structures and business processes. So there just aren't that many people who've been thinking about that, um, who are in nonprofits and running them. And so that's one area I think that's caused this kind of situation. Another area is nonprofits are actually more complicated to run well than for-profit organizations. And it's not because they lack money. And yes, some do, but I don't believe that's the core issue. I believe that the core issue is that there are generally more people in a nonprofit than in a for-profit of a similar size. Absolutely. And so this, you are in the, you really work from a digital strategy. And the more I understood about what you're doing with your company, Pivot Ground, let's talk about, you know, the fact that there, as you said, a lot of nonprofits, there's passion, there's heart, but they really don't understand how to be strategic. And really your premise is that's where it all starts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's kind of ironic because there, for a long time in the nonprofit space, we've talked about being mission driven, and you know, there is nothing more strategic than having a core goal like your mission and creating a plan to achieve that goal. Unfortunately, sometimes it's easier said than done. And there was a study done recently about. Um, people who work in nonprofits typically don't work off of kind of a goal-based framework where they are working towards achieving something specific and tracking their project in that regard, or their progress, that it was what I meant to say. They, they seem to only create goals around the dollars. However, as, yes. so let's talk about your impact method, because really that is the true measurement of a nonprofit is are you creating or developing or, you know, changing nonprofits as far as the impact that you're creating in your community. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think this boils right down to another core difference between for-profits and non-profits. A for-profit can basically easily measure how effective it is or how efficient it is by looking at its profit margin. The percentage goes up, it's more efficient, it's doing its thing. But in a nonprofit, because the core goal is a mission, it is one, unique for every nonprofit. And two, most of those missions are like, I always call them their mission impossibles. They are hard to define. Oftentimes they relate to, you know, very large complex problems, human problems, things that cannot be easily measured by a single number. So how we start to deal with this in the impact method is we keep a dynamic, we call it the impact strategy. So we really replace traditional strategic plans that are kind of framed by a time frame, like three years or five years or some older ones or even 10-year plans. And we make instead an iterative plan, meaning we continually update it and we continually revise it. We continually build it out into the future. In the impact method, we do that every 60 days. And in that plan, part of how we can start to get a grip on measuring our impact is by breaking down our core mission goal, which is an outcome goal, meaning it's some effect that you're going to have out in the world, into kind of sub-goals that um, are slightly more manageable. Those are usually sub-outcome goals, meaning, again, it's an effect that you're going to have in the world. And we work that until we have what we call an execution goal. That's an action that you can take that will hopefully have the effect that you're trying to have. So when we start to have that kind of strategy, just by working through it, we start to get a sense of how we are making progress towards achieving the ultimate outcome that we want. Well, you mentioned that, you know, when you're using mission-based goals, I noticed you have a statement here that says to get your nonprofit unsiloed. What do you mean by that? Sure. A lot of people, when they start setting goals, they take, they've organized their nonprofit into departments, and then they set goals for each department. And what that does, even if you weren't siloed, you're about to be siloed because you've just told each department just to focus on their own goal. And really, everybody in the nonprofit needs to be working together towards the same goals, and those goals need to correlate directly to your mission. So, for example, you know, if you are trying to start a new program, you're going to have um, probably a function within your I, I tend to refer to organizations having functions over departments. Sometimes a department might cover multiple functions or just part of a function, but um, that's one of the differences of the impact method. We think about the functions that make your nonprofit successful. So you might have an enrollment function, which is all about how do we get people enrolled into this new program. You might have a fundraising function that is how do we raise the initial funds that we need to launch this program and what is our ongoing you know, need going to be as far as fundraising for that program. We're going to have a financial pro um, function that's probably going to be looking at what, you know, what do our numbers look like? Are we, you know, fiscally sustainable? Could we be fiscally, could we be financially more efficient in this program, essentially get more bang for our buck if we change the way we deliver it? And then there's the program, programmatic function itself. 
what is the best way we can be offering this program? How are we going to evaluate um, if we're delivering what we sought out to deliver? So all those things would need to be working collaboratively. All of those functions, all of the people who are fulfilling those seats need to work collaboratively in order to achieve that mission-based goal. So instead of, like you're saying, a typical we sit down, we set out a two- or three-year goal, everybody runs off with their own action items, this is more of a, you know, everyone is trying to achieve the same goal, and then through these different functions versus departments, you can hold each other accountable and everyone is in the same measurement. Exactly. So we all know we're working together. In, at the end of the day, do we each know what our piece is? Yes. But when we ha- know what our piece is and know how the part that we're working on is connected to all the other parts, we can do a better job because we know the end goal and we know when we can take action ourselves and when we need to collaborate with somebody else in the organization. And it also means for that executive director who's being overwhelmed with questions all day long, those questions aren't there because everybody knows who to talk to um, when they have a question. They know who probably has the answer or can find the answer to their question, and it's no longer the executive director as that central node for answering questions. Mm-hmm. So this company that you started, Pivot Ground, and people can check it out, pivotground.com, you brought together your expertise as executive director working in nonprofits and then becoming a web developer. So how is it that someone like me in Reno, Nevada, could tap into you in New York to say, oh, you can help my nonprofit? Sure. Um, Well, we took kind of a journey um, through, you know, I was an executive director. I then moved more into marketing. I learned building websites and marketing through being in nonprofits and then took that on professionally. And then Ultimately, becoming Pivot Ground, we started out working mostly in marketing and shifted to business consulting um, and delivering, you know, teaching people how to use the impact method. So if you have faced a marketing challenge, if you have faced a fundraising challenge, if you felt like your nonprofit is stuck and has no wiggle room, you need that kind of probably core solution, a systematic, there's usually what I found is there is a systematic um, problem. It's not just that you don't know how to fundraise. It's usually that you don't have that fundraising function properly set up in your nonprofit. Um, or you don't have the capacity to do the fundraising. Um, and so if, that, if you have that kind of situation, um, learning the impact method is perfect for you. And um, we work remotely with most of our clients. It is the digital age, so we can do Zoom calls and um, there's very little that we need to do on person except for larger organizations. Sometimes an in-person day-long intensive is helpful. Um, but really, we can work with anybody around the country. Um, and it's just, getting started is as simple as going to our website and applying for a consultation call. And we'll see if you're a good fit um, for one of our programs. Hmm. So very – and you have a great team who all you know, oh. come out of the digital world and the nonprofit world so you can relate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I'll tell everybody a secret, to when it comes to digital marketing, which I have held on to that piece because it's like nonprofits are way behind here and they need a lot of help. 
So I didn't want to let that go because I believe in having skin in the game. I believe in staying with a nonprofit and working through the challenges as they figure it out. And most of the great digital marketers out there, they won't work with a nonprofit because the nonprofit is too disorganized or cannot move fast enough to really benefit from their services. And they certainly would not touch an RFP with a 10-foot pole. Right. <laughs> so if you're putting out an RFP, you are missing all the talent just right there by putting out an RFP. Um, and by being kind of organizationally having your hands tied, you're also missing out on the amazing work that great digital marketers can do. So we help you get you know, your act together and get organized. And then we have these amazing talents who know how the impact method works. They know how to quickly look at what your larger strategy is and then build out what you need to do in a specific area, whether you need a website or you need social media marketing or you need paid advertising marketing or email marketing or video marketing or content creation. Um, that's often the first thing that nonprofits need is they need the content for their websites rewritten right. professionally. We have to go to break. So let's let's pick up on that when we come back. I'm talking with Sarah Olivieri. She is the owner and nonprofit digital strategist behind Pivot Ground. We'll be right back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show. Have guest Sarah Olivieri, who is the owner and nonprofit digital strategist for Pivot Ground. You can check out our website, pivotground.com. Well, it's true. It can be lonely in the executive director's seat. Sarah knows because she's been there. That's why she brings over 15 years of nonprofit leadership and 13-plus years of being a web professional together to make your life simpler, clearer, and more exciting. And it really comes down to digital strategy. So Sarah, you were just starting to talk about that. If I'm a nonprofit and I'm used to doing things the old way, what are you finding in the organizations that you're working with, how lacking they are in A, understanding what is digital strategy, to how to use it and benefit from it? That's a great question. Well, I think there's two things nonprofits have to realize first about the digital age. One is that their digital tools, digital strategies are at their core exist now because that is how we communicate primarily as people. Um, We are using digital tools to exchange information and to have conversations. So digital strategy parts 
um, is really part of your entire organization strategy. Every area that you are communicating with another human being, whether it's internally or externally, is probably going to be touched by how you are leveraging digital. And I'll go a little more into those specifics because I know everybody has questions on how to leverage digital tools and the Internet. But before you think about that, I need you to realize that the context of how we operate in today's world is different because of the Internet. We move faster because of the Internet. We don't have time to, like, plan really long projects necessarily unless we're building a building and then implement them for a really long time and then review because the world changes much faster. We have big data, which means we have these data feedback loops. And what I mean by that is, right, we – in for business for profit businesses do this all the time. They take an action, they look at their data, they have tons of data coming in right away as soon as they start to act, and then they change based on that action, um, based on that data almost instantly. That's what um, automations and artificial intelligence are doing. They're acting on real time data essentially, and that exposes us to even more drastic sudden changes that seem to come out of the blue. So it's not just that we can use digital tools and the Internet to leverage how we do things. We have to change the way we operate in order to survive or thrive in this new context that we live in. So what are some of the ways when people come to you, because a lot of this is, you know, capacity, do you have mm-hmm. someone that can move into the digital space? Obviously, your company, Pivot Ground, helps nonprofits do that. But for the person sitting out here thinking about it, what are some of the, the things that you share, all those questions that nonprofits have? Yeah, I mean, one step at a time. But I'd say that's the first step. If you're new to this, just you know, have an expert, hire an expert, any kind of expert who knows about digital stuff to tell you what the first most important thing you need to do is. Because if you try to do too much too quickly, you'll sink your own ship. And a lot of the advice that you might hear from board members or things like, oh, we have to be on social media, it's so important, we have to do this, we have to do that, those are just kind of the chatter of trends that are happening right now. But to really leverage data, you have to start with that core understanding of communication and pick where you're going to start. And usually that starts with really nailing your key messaging and your core content on your website. A lot of how digital works is through written content. So if you don't know how to describe yourself, and that's actually not really the right question, is how do you express to the people who are reading about you how valuable you are, how valuable what you're doing is to the person who's reading, right? So great writing for the internet is really about explaining the value to the person who's reading. And that usually has a lot of alignment between what donors want to hear about and what people who are participating in your services, if you have services that work with people, want to hear about. And it's really hard to write about yourself. Even if you're like a professional writer, if you were a professional writer, you'd probably hire another professional writer when you had to write about yourself. So that's usually the very first thing. 
Well, it's interesting because I've always said, you know, more than anybody, nonprofits should be leaping all over the digital world, right, in the communication, telling the stories, video. I mean, more than any for-profit organization, they have super valid reasons for communicating, right, and all the tools available to do it. Yet they are so far behind the curve. I find it amazing. It is amazing. So getting that messaging right, and I believe for nonprofits, you know, one area where you kind of have to deviate from the for-profit world is that key messaging, that is one of the main parts of your branding. The visual part of branding is, for many nonprofits, is not super relevant. It's like icing on the cake after you've nailed everything else. Um, and that's because, you know, for-profit companies who are say, selling a product, a physical product that has to do with maybe a certain lifestyle, they rely on their visual presence to communicate that lifestyle that their basically meaningless product <laughs> um, has to offer. But nonprofits have an extremely meaningful product or usually a service. And so they don't need, they don't need that visual piece as much, but it's critical that they have the right um, key messaging. And that then can correlate into, depending on what your message is, are you going to add in video or audio? What channels? This is a marketing term, channels, that I encourage everybody to start thinking about. Like, where is our audience going to be listening, right? You want to go to where the people are. Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they watching videos on YouTube? Are they reading the newspaper? You know, are they listening to podcasts in their car? Um, where are those people? And then you start to build a journey. Okay, let's go speak to them where they are and hopefully encourage them back to our website. Um, and there's an interesting trend in websites, too, I can share. If you'd like. Yes, please do. So for nonprofits who've been around for a while, in the past, or you may still have a very large website, um, because nonprofit websites used to serve as like storing warehouses almost for the information around their content area, and the trend now is for, for websites to be smaller. And that's mainly because Google is our main source of um, information. Now, you might have a great you know, kind of online publication, like your own blog or something, um, in which case you'll get great traffic from Google. You will be Google source, and that's fantastic. But um, if you're about to rebuild a very large website, I would really have somebody look at that and decide if your old large website is necessary or if what you really need is a smaller new website that's focused on conversions. And what I mean by conversions is, taking that traffic who maybe was listening to you on a podcast, bringing them over to your website and capturing your contact information so you can start a two-way conversation with them. That two-way conversation with them might these days be through a social media messenger like Facebook chat. Um, It might be through a chat tool on your website. It might be through email. Email is definitely still not dead. I know the rumor circulates every now and then. Email is still extremely powerful. Um, It might be through a phone call or a text message. You have to figure out what are the best ways for you to have that two-way communication with the people you want to talk to. Absolutely. So it's all about communication, whether it's donors or volunteers or come to our event or just brand awareness out there so that people know your nonprofit exists. 
Sarah, let's very quickly talk about your organization, Pivot Ground. And if I was someone's going, wow, this Sarah knows a lot about how to get a presence built in the digital uh, world, what would you, when somebody first calls you, what's the very first thing you ask them? Um, the very first thing I ask them is, you know, if every, you know, what is, what are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? Um, because I want to know, like, if you're just having a really specific one-off challenge or get a sense of, is the core of that challenge really something deeper? Um, and then the next thing I usually ask people is, you know, if, where would you really like to be a year from now? And I think a lot of nonprofits haven't, or leaders haven't allowed themselves to really think about what success would feel like, both personally and for the nonprofit. What would it feel like if you didn't have to work every day, or if you didn't take work home, or you ended at a reasonable hour, or you weren't in any way, you know, if you were not being the martyr, and we're seeing even more success for your nonprofit than you have now. Awesome. Well, I want to thank Sarah Olivieri for joining me today, her company, Pivot Ground. Check out pivotground.com. They are there to help really increase capacity, deliver better programming, attract more funding, and make the world a better place by helping nonprofits from around the world, because this is about digital and digital strategy. So, Sarah, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. It was really my pleasure. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.